Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Episode 578. Parenting challenges do not just magically disappear. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be recording this first episode of 2022 and happy to be with you and supporting you for another year, for many years. And today I wanted to talk about this, that parenting challenges don't just miraculously disappear. I always say to my clients or when I'm, you know, on a on a call with them, first session, I always say, I wish I could just sprinkle the magic fairy dust and take away all your problems. I always say I'd give myself a shot of the fairy dust first and take away all my problems, but it doesn't work that way. And we so often as parents, we sit in the discomfort of the challenges because at least we know what it feels like and we don't like not knowing. So if we have to step out of that comfort zone, even if it's uncomfortable, it's unknown. And that can be scary. And sometimes we just sit in the muck, in the thick of it, month after month, year after year, hoping that things will just change. And as parents, myself included, you know, I might have a couple of rough days and then I have a great day. And I think, oh, everything's fine. Only to find the challenges and the problems will raise their ugly heads again sooner than later. Challenges and problems do not miraculously just disappear. We all know that. We absolutely know that. And we know that for us to actually navigate life in the thick of it and face the challenges head on, it requires effort. It requires kind of taking a leap of faith It requires, I'll tell you what it requires, it requires radical honesty, radical acceptance of the fact that things are not quite as hunky-dory as we would like them to be and that we really can just go into autopilot and pretend there's no problems at all. And look for, you know, occasionally the, the grass is greener and we're like, oh, the sky's blue and we feel, oh, life's great again. Only to be up and down, up and down. And that's a normal part of day-to-day existence that, you know, we have highs, we have lows. But so often, so many parents contact me because they're basically stuck in a low. They're in the trough and they can't see the wood for the trees. And there's just so little joy and peace and ease in the home. There's too much conflict, too much anxiety, too much overwhelm. And it really does a number on us. It weighs heavily on our shoulders. It affects every single moment of every day. We're carrying 
the burden of knowing things are not good and knowing we, we need to make some changes. But if we don't make those changes and we don't face up to it and admit and hold ourselves accountable that there are challenges, then how are we ever going to face the challenges and take the steps we need to take in order to mitigate those challenges, in order to, to bring about change? And it's something that I work on a lot with every parent that I, that I work with, is first to acknowledge what is the challenge. And at the beginning of 2022, I'd like to ask you this question. What have you learned from the past year? What have you learned from the past two or three years, even pre-COVID? Because COVID's done a number on all of us. But I kind of know that the challenges that have been presented to us during COVID have actually been usually problems that have been seeded before then. And the challenge of the pandemic has kind of really magnified any existing challenge or problem that you had pre the pandemic. I'll give you an example. If you have been uh, pretty loosey-goosey with your boundaries, not that great with them, letting saying no when you should say yes, bit of a pushover, and sometimes you're the brick wall and you just absolutely, you're rigid as, you won't move. That's not something that happened during the pandemic. That's a pattern that's existed for a long, long time. And the impact of it has been magnified during the pandemic. Something like a pandemic is going to magnify any pre-existing challenges and problems you had before it are going to be worse during it. And we've worked through this pandemic. Hopefully, this Omicron variant is the last we're going to see it, see of it, and we can kiss this virus goodbye. But in kissing the virus goodbye, we have to actually recognize and be aware of the challenges that remain in its wake. So what are you going to do? You might have been on autopilot for years. And I saw a post by Mel Robbins today and she said seven signs that you're on autopilot. And I'll go through them all, not in the you know one to seven that she did, but she kind of prompted my memory to this. And all of it is stuff that I know. And you know, when we're on autopilot, think about it, you're just showing up and your mind is not where you are. For 50% of our waking hours, our minds are not where we are. In other words, we're not present. We are just automated. We're just flying by the seat of our pants. We're not really aware of what's going on in this moment. We spend a lot of time ruminating over the past, catastrophizing over what's going to happen in the future, and we can become masters of that and usually not positive. It's usually like, oh my God, if they haven't done this, they're not going to do that and, and that's going to happen and this is going to happen and we're very negative and that's a negativity bias that we're all born, pardon me, born with. And not to say that's a bad thing. It's a thing that will really get us out of danger when there's danger. But we're wired this way even when there's not danger. So we have to be so aware of where our minds are. We have to be present the problem is when we ruminate over the past or predict the worst for the future, it makes us anxious. 
it causes overwhelm. And when we're overwhelmed, we tend to forget things. When we forget things, we're hard on ourselves and we strike that self-sabotaging negative talk and the voice in our heads that we just bring ourselves down, dish ourselves more uh, negative criticism about what we haven't done, what we should do. We're such crap parents. I'm a crap mom. I'm useless at this. I should be doing that. I said I was going to do it and I haven't managed to do it. I said I was not going to, I was going to give up alcohol on the 1st of January and on the 2nd, I just couldn't resist a glass of bubbly at a friend's house. Whatever it might be, we're really hard on ourselves. And we have to first recognize that voice in our heads happens when we are not present in this moment. It happens when we're on autopilot. We're not even aware of all the terrible things we think about ourselves. And it can really do a number on us. So I want you to really acknowledge any problem that you have. Look at your patterns. Be very, very honest with yourself. Admit it. Be compassionate with yourself. But take action. Look at what's been going on for a year, the last two years, and what would you like to be different? How would you like to show up? What do you need to do to show up differently? What, how do you need to think to show up differently? How do you need to care for yourself to show up differently? And when we think about this, and I mean really think about it, get a journal out, write it down, spend some time in the in the harshness of it. Spend some time in the muck and think, do I, do I really want to be here for another week, month, year? Because unless we take steps, unless we're proactive, that we make a decision to do it differently and put in the effort that is required to bring about change, which doesn't happen overnight, we need to keep going. We need to make a daily commitment to ourselves that we're going to show up differently. And that's why this year, on the 25th of January, I start my year-long parenting program. It's a group coaching program. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited about what I'm going to see when parents commit to their parenting. And I mean really commit. And when they're held accountable by me and the community we create, wait till we see what's going to happen. I'm predicting what's going to happen. And I'm predicting that the parents who join me will this time next year be saying, it was the best thing I could have done. I've invested in so many areas in my life. I've paid a lot of money on diets, on fitness, on fashion, on my skin, on my hair. But I have not actually coughed up any money on helping me raise my bar and do what I need to do to become a better version of myself as a parent. I'm hoping that when they look back, they say it was the best investment they ever made and that the benefits of it will be a better connection with their kids, a better connection with themselves, more awareness of where they are, more presence when they're with their families, more presence when they're on their own. And I'm talking presence here as in P-R-E-N-C-E-N, no, presence, 
P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, not presence that we've just all opened plenty of in the last couple of weeks. So do you want to become more present? Do you want to become more aware? Do you want to start taking care of yourself in a radical way that is going to allow you to change how you show up? Do you want more to be more positive, motivated and inspired? Do you want to trust yourself more? Do you want to wake up and feel good about yourself and notice when you if and when you slip into the self-sabotage negative person that we can all become, I want you to notice that. I want you to become good with setting boundaries, first for yourself and second for your kids, because boundaries connect us to what we need. But generally speaking, I'm generalizing here, we're all crap at boundaries. Most parents will admit, "Mm, not that great at it. It takes effort. And I'm going to help you put the effort in this year on the podcast and especially in this one year, year long group coaching program that I'm going to run. So if you want to become more aware of yourself and the influence you have on the patterns in your own home and you becoming the catalyst to change, then work with me for a year. Honestly, somehow get the cash together and work with me for a year. It's not, I mean, it's, it's a, a good chunk of change, but it's not ridiculous. And the benefits it will bring will be huge. So ask yourself, do you, are you sitting on autopilot, hoping that the challenges you face with your kids are just going to go away when the pandemic goes away? Because I hate to have to tell you this, they probably won't go away. Those, those patterns and challenges are deep-rooted. We have to uproot them. You have to know what to do. You have to know what step you're going to take. And I can help you take that step. And I can help you build a better connection with your kids, build a better relationship with them. And above all, this is the really important thing, is to be a person of influence in your child's life. The problem is when we are, when there's conflict, when there's dis-ease, when there's arguing, when there's overwhelm and, and anxiety, what happens is it fractures the connection we have with our kids. And when that happens, they move away from us. They become slightly distanced from us. And when that happens, we lose our capacity to influence them. And our kids need them in their lives. Even the most independent of teenagers need their parents. They need the structure and the routine. They need it. We do. You do. I have parents who say, I, I, I don't like structure. I'm very spontaneous. I don't like routine. I feel trapped in that. And I, you know, I'll, I'll listen. And I'll say, so you know, what time do you usually get up in the morning? And they'll go, oh, seven every morning. I'm like, and do you have breakfast before the kids go to school or after? No, I always have before. And then once they've gone to school, I do this. And I said, lunch? They go, yeah, no, I usually have lunch, 12 to 1. And I said, what about dinner? Yeah, no, the dinner's a little bit more kind of free, but yeah, we always have dinner. And yeah, I'm real stickler about going to bed. So I go to bed at 10 most nights. And I look at them and I go, and you don't think you're routined? And they laugh. Most of us are pretty routined. Now, the routines we're in might not be the routine we want to be in. 
But I'll tell you right now, you will be sticking to the routine, whether you like it or not. You know, people who go to bed too late, they can't suddenly, they struggle to suddenly go to bed earlier because it's just easy to go with what you know. It's easy to stick in the routine you have. So we need to break things, break things up, break things down, chop it all up and start fresh. But that can be daunting. It's pretty daunting. I'm going to ask you, where are you going to start? What's the first step you could take? But in the course that I do for a year, this is what we will be doing. We will look, be looking at what step are you going to take today that you're going to take for the rest of this year? And how are you going to hold yourself accountable and be committed to bringing about the changes and taking those action steps, knowing what they are and knowing what you have to do to actually take them? How are you going to show up in control of yourself and your reactivity so that you can show up as an influence in your child's life and influence positively and help them navigate their lives and their journeys as toddlers or middle schoolers or teenagers, whatever it is. I had someone write to me yesterday and say, I'm really interested in your course, in some of the... Um, the information on it, you mentioned teenagers and their phones. Does that mean that if I have younger kids, that it's not going to be applicable to me? And I wrote back to her and I said, no, not at all. I said, we're going to cover everything. But here's the deal. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast, you know this about me. For any of you who are new to the podcast, you need to know that the way I coach and what I coach to is not actually geared towards help trying to change your child and whatever they're doing or however they're behaving, whether they're on their phones too much, whether they're strong-willed toddlers, whether they had a tantrum in the supermarket, whether they won't eat their broccoli, whether you can't keep them in bed at night, whether they won't go to bed at night, whether they're on their phones all night. What, what that boils down to is how are you going to control yourself in the face of it? So I said to this mum of young kids, I said, I, I applaud parents with younger kids who take the, who, who, who commit to bringing about change and, changes and upping their game when the kids are younger. Because trust me, it's way easier to do when your kids are younger. So I said, absolutely, this course will be relevant to you. And any challenge or question I answer, because in the course we'll be showing up for you know, 16, one and a half to two hour calls over the year in the school holidays, there'll be a lot of time for Q&A in that. And I will try to answer as many of your questions as I possibly can. But you need to know that the way in which I answer a direct question with Katrina will be applicable to every single one of of the, the people on the call because I'm talking about what how can Katrina show change how she's showing up and that will that will apply to everybody it applies to me how can I change how I'm showing up because the things we have to do are kind of fundamental basic things that we all have to do and if we do that we can tackle any challenge head on and, and definitely pave a new way, build a new bridge, and build the bridge as we walk on it. What we try and do is change the end result. We try and change the behavior, change the child. There's so many steps we can do before that, and we can't change another person anyway. So if we actually turn it all on its head and start changing how we behave, 
We will influence the behavior of those around us, namely your kids. So this course is applicable to everybody, every parent of children of any and every age. So I just wanted to make that clear because I know some of you have been asking me that. But parenting challenges will not just miraculously disappear. You have to be committed to actually changing. And that requires a bit of effort, but it's so rewarding because the benefits are that you develop a better connection and relationship with your child and therefore you are able to influence them more as they start making more and more choices for themselves as they get older. So I don't want to go on and on. I'm not sure how long I've been talking for and my puppy is probably going to wake up and start barking and I really don't want that to be on this episode because another thing I will share with you is in 578 episodes on this podcast, I have never once edited any of them. They are exactly delivered as I talk. I don't edit. I don't cut. I show up. I talk. They're unscripted. It just comes out of me in the moment. And so I, I wanted you to know that, that they are, they are not edited. They are free flow. And I really enjoy showing up this way to help you and help the relationship and connection that you have with your children, no matter how old they are. So I want to thank you so much for listening, all of you. I, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't do this. And I'm committed to doing this for certainly another year. No, I'm committed to doing this for as long as I possibly can, because I love knowing that I'm making a difference in families' lives, in their households, and helping parents become better versions of themselves and develop better relationships with their kids and to to get to a place where you know what you have to do in the face of any behavior your child might throw at you in any given moment on any given day in any year. That's what I want to do. What are you going to do differently? How are you going to face these challenges head on? And you can do it on your own, but it's harder. You can absolutely join me if you're interested in the information on the course. I have all the information and it's in a link in the show notes. So go into the show notes of this episode, click on the link and I've got a long, I mean, to let you know, it was like a 10 page Word document that I crafted into a kind of landing page for this course. So everything you need to know about the course is in there. Take some time, go through it. The costs are there, the times are there, what you'll get is there how much you'll get, how little you'll get, this, that, and the, everything is there. So go through it. And if you want to join me, I would love to see you. And I also do have a bring a friend rate. If you bring a friend, and I would recommend you do that, because if you've got a friend that you see regularly, maybe weekly, then, or you walk with, hike with, run with, do the course with them. And you can talk about it on your runs. You've got then this micro community within the parent, within the, the uh, coaching community. And it's really beneficial to have like a parenting buddy that you can bounce ideas off. Sometimes you can't see the wood for your trees, your, the wood for the trees yourself, but someone else will. So if you want that, then it's, you know, if you bring a friend, you get 50%, 50% off the cost of your coaching program. So email me, Louise at your parenting partner, if you're interested. The, the, the link's in the show notes. 
And please share this podcast with your friends, with your family. Help get the word out. I put these out to help parents. So let's get this podcast out further. Increase the reach. Share it on your social media platforms. Click on the link. Share it with a friend and say you might have just stumbled upon this podcast. Parents really enjoy it and I enjoy delivering. So thank you so much for listening and thank you to all of you who take the time to write to me to thank me for what I do. I'm really, really grateful. And um, I'm going to actually start reading some of the reviews that I get on the show. So I might shout someone out. So if you want to shout out, then go and rate and review this show and you might be the one I shout out in the next episode. So thank you so much for listening. Till next time. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.